Hi, Wine Delusters, and today we're visiting the Southern Highlands. Welcome to the Wine Delust podcast. My name's Janine, and I run a wine events business in Canberra. But my real passion is travel, and my bucket list is to travel to every wine region in the world. In this series, I'll be exploring some regional Aussie wine destinations. I'll give you some tips whether you're planning a romantic getaway, a girls' weekend, or you're dragging the kids along. Pour yourself a glass and let's get exploring. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land that we're discussing in this podcast, the Gundagara people, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. So you might know the Southern Highlands as having the Bradman Cricket Museum in Barrel or having just lots of little pretty villages, but it's actually a wine district as well. Fairly new one. A lot of the wineries weren't established till the 90s. Some really beautiful cellar doors down there. So Sydney was colonised in 1788 and it was about 10 years later when the first Europeans headed down to the Southern Highlands area but it wasn't formally settled for about another 20 years later. The town of Berrima was established in 1831 with plans for it to become a major town for the county of Camden, which is an area on the outskirts of Sydney. This didn't develop as it was envisaged. It's still a very small little town now or village and it's one of the best preserved Georgian villages in New South Wales. Jail went into disuse in the 1900s and then it was occupied during World War I by German and Austrian mariners. And this actually gave the town and the area the first taste of tourism. I met up with Wendy from Platypus Dreaming Aboriginal Education Programs and Walks and she talked about how the Aboriginal land spreads all the way from Nowra down to Eden and out to the Blue Mountains, so it's quite a large area. We did a great bushwalk with her and she took us for a walk along Boxvale Track for about an hour. She pointed out some bush medicines for us and made some like okra out of the rocks. And then she had at the end um, some damper and some tea and had a little little canvas board to do the painting on with my son. And he just really enjoyed that. And she did this wonderful song as an introduction with my little boy. Okay, you ready? Yep. Gunungara people. Garagana people. Custodians of this land. Custodians of this land. We respect and learn from you. We respect and learn from you. The stories you tell. The stories you tell. Care for country. Care for country. Love our land. Love our land. Plants and birds and animals. Plants and birds and animals. People from all backgrounds. People from all backgrounds. Together we stand. Together we stand. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. Excellent. Well done. Excellent. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) So the flagships of the region are Riesling, Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Some of my favourite cellar doors in the region are there's Tertini, which is up near Mittagong. So they've got a bunch of Italian grape varietals, which are really interesting, like Rafosco and Nebbiolo. We had a really great time at Peppergreen Estate located in Berrima. It used to be an old antique store and they've done it up only in the last 18 months as a beautiful cellar door. Another cellar door is Ben Dooley. This is a beautiful property. It's got the cellar door, but it's also got a big bookshop and cafe and restaurant accommodation on site as well. They've got all these little cottages. Sutton Forest is a really convenient one because it's on the freeway between Canberra and Sydney, so you'll pass right by it, and they also have accommodation there and a restaurant on site too. And you'll hear from Cherry Tree Hill. I spoke with the owner, Dave. His wines are really great, and again, that one's on the highway, so it's very easy to stop at on your way through. 
So I'm at Cherry Tree Hill in the Southern Highlands. I'm speaking with Dave, the owner here today. So Dave, how long have you guys been in the area? Um, so this is a family property. We bought the property in 1980 and um, it's been a cattle stud since, since then. Um, we bought the adjoining property in 81, so it's 1,200 acres altogether. Um, and we've got 35 acres under vine at the moment. We're planning to plant another 35 acres next year. Oh, wow. To expand, yeah, because we're, we're now selling more wine than we make, which is a good problem to have, I guess. So what are the grapes that you grow and what are the main flagships of the Southern Highlands? Yeah, well, Riesling is, is the, the one for us um, and it has been successful since day one and every year. We've won the best Riesling in New South Wales twice. Wow. Um, really good, cool climate variety and it grows well on our, on our block. And Chardonnay, I guess is the other big white. It's a Chardonnay, obviously you can grow in cooler, warmer climates, but I, I love the cooler climate variety style, um, the lighter, more fruit-driven um, style of Chardonnay. And as far as red's concerned, Pinot. Pinot is is the, is the red variety for this, this region, and, and we've kind of structured our vineyard now where 60% of it is Pinot, and we're, we're planning another, most 75% of, the, of the, the grapes I'm planting next year is also. We've got a couple of new interesting varieties we grafted some Gruner Vettlinger last year, so we should have some, some fruit next year. And um, with the new vineyard, I'll plant, plant some Gewurztraminer as well. And I yeah. see, because um, you do your South Blanc and you've got a Fumé Blanc on your yeah. list now. Yeah, the Fumé is amazing. Um, it's my preferred style. My wife and I spent a few days in the Loire Valley a long time ago and fell in love with that style. So uh, it's named after my wife, Annie, the Fumé Blanc, and it's a... 100% barrel fermented and aged for 12 months in French oak barrels. I made it as a, as a surprise to her actually for our 10 year wedding anniversary. Oh, it's it's um, got a name on it. It's got it's the the, the label is in uh, her favourite colour, Tiffany blue. So, <laughs> a lot of women like that colour, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yep, for sure. We did actually have that uh, last time we were in around here and um, mm. really enjoyed it. Mm. And um, your Chardonnays, you've got two different ones. I've, I've your premium one, the Diana. I really enjoy. Yeah, so who's Diana? Top, that's the top end. Diana's my mother. All the reserves have been named after family events or, or, or family members, and that was the first one to be named. My mum loves a Chardonnay, and we, we use French and Hungarian oak. The little Hungarian oak barrel puts um, a little bit of a stru more structure in it, makes more spicy flavours coming through. It's a very good layer within the Chardonnay. Actually, I think when we first came here, we spoke to the cellar door manager at the time that yep. was maybe from Hungary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tamash. Yeah. So, because he, he talked to us all about the Hungarian oak and the forests and everything. Mm. So, because um, not many people no, use Hungarian look, oak. Look, I mean, uh, I think it's getting more and more prevalent nowadays. Um, but I, I love it. We, we, we use it for some of the varieties. It works for some, some better than others. It doesn't overbear the fruit. And yeah, as I said, you get that lovely spicy uh, flavours coming through. I just found that fascinating yeah. that different yeah. forests have the different add that different um, flavours and that to the wine. So yeah, the Hungarian oak's probably a bit younger. The forests in Hungary are a bit younger, but I mean back in the old days, I think that a lot of the French wines used to get sourced that from Hungarian mm. oak, Hungarian forests. So right, yeah, that's super interesting. Mm. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave, for your time. That's great. No worries. Nice to speak to you. I spoke with Linda Lamchett. She works at the Southern Highland News and she's also a wine educator. She's super knowledgeable about wine, so I really enjoyed this chat. But she also gives some excellent local intel on different places to visit, everything from the exclusive restaurants down to a great pub to hang out at, as well as some stuff for the kids to do.
Thank you, Linda, for joining me. So we're at the Mosaic Wine Bar and they've actually seated us in the vault room, which is really exciting. It used to be an old uh, bank. That's right. Yeah, and so this is a nice little dining space inside the vault, so hopefully the sound is really good in here. And yet there's no money left for us here, unless we look for the money. <laughs> but yes, this has been a very, very popular venue at Mosaic Wine Bar because of the way they have refitted this beautiful old building out and, and repurposed it in a way. And of course, it's got this magnificent bar in it and food is fantastic and the attached bottle shop which is full of eclectic little bits and pieces i love going in there you're originally from south africa so how did you end up in the southern highlands well um we lived in sydney um and i was teaching the wine and spirit education trust courses there for a long time but we both come from a rural background my husband and i and it's interesting there's a local master of wine i'm not sure if he's going to remember this but he i remember him at i was at an mw conference hoping to become a master of wine years ago and he said to me you must come down to the Highlands. And I tried to find it on the map and we couldn't see it. Um, the little town of Barrel was so tiny, it wasn't even noticeable. So we took a drive and ironically, um, yes, we found there were a lot of wineries here and we decided this was a nice place to settle. So here we are. The other thing that's interesting, what you just said about you don't find the Southern Highlands because it's not actually a town. No. It's, it's like a whole region of lots of little towns all dotted around. Oh, God, 11 little villages. And you have to be cautious, you can't... Don't call them towns if it's a village, and don't call it a village if it's a town. Um, but yes, they're all beautiful, each one with its special little nook and cranny that you, you know, no matter how small it is, it's going to have a little coffee shop or maybe a little country pub, you know, those beautiful little country, I mean, Burrowang pub is one of my favourites. A town of Burrowang, so literally there's a very famous butcher, um, a lovely little bistro and general store, which is famed for its coffee and lunches, and then over the road is the Burrowang pub or the hotel and pub. So you go out there and you sit out on the lawn, the venue is magnificent, the food is lovely, the wine is gorgeous, they just know what they're doing. Oh, that sounds fantastic, because I've been to the one in Berrima, which is like yes. the oldest licensed pub that's in the right. country. It's a very um, general, yes. But that's, um, that one sounds awesome to check out as well. I so. think you just have to visit every pub in every village <laughs> while you're here. <laughs> it sounds like a very busy weekend. <laughs> you need to stay for longer. <laughs> yes, I think so. So tell me, when you um, come to the Southern Highlands, what do you think the flagship varietals well, okay, to remember this is that we're 700 to 750 metres above sea level here, which you can feel a bit when you're driving up from Sydney, definitely your ears will pop. So we need cool climate varieties. We actually definitely recognised as cool climate. But um, so really grapes weren't very successful here mm -hmm. until recently when people learned to adapt the cooler climates to what they see here. Many people went and planted you know, what their friends in other warmer regions were doing and that wasn't working. So lots of grafting's been happening, lots of managing vineyards properly, uh, vineyard management and cool climate specialists in the vineyards. So to get back to your original answer, definitely Riesling um, and then possibly Pinot Noir. Ironically, on the other spectrum, you'll find that there are red grapes that do ripen here that you would never think would mm. get there. You know, in a good year, when Mother Nature says, hey, I have some sunlight for longer than 240 hours that year, Cabernet Sauvignons that are just a typical cool climate, lots of grippy tannins that are going to age well. Mm. So Chardonnays, but definitely with more of a cool climate focus with that elegance and length that you'll get from slow ripening. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, lots definitely, of a variety. Definitely checking them out while we're here. Yes. There's a big spirit growth in mm. the region. We've got, a, uh, we've got two local breweries, uh, Eden Brewery, and then of course the Southern Highlands Breweries who are in the tap house here in Mossvale. The Southern Highlands is love to get out and eat and drink with their in their locals. That's so, and great, there's yeah. so many great places from here, Birch, you know, some hatted 
fine dining to Echelot and Berrimer to Josh's and Esther. I could go on forever. And then you could go right down to, we've got Pace now. It's a hatted Thai restaurant mm. that has, um, it comes with very high credentials. It's opened up in Mittagong. So the Southern Highlands is a beautiful area for sort of your partner and your girlfriends. Yes. Is there, do you think there's a couple of things for kids as well to do around here? Yes, of course. You know, families do love to come here. And, you know, Berrima has a maze attached to Harper's Mansion. Um, there's also the light show at the Berrima Courthouse. Have you heard about that? So it's reenacting an old courthouse scene with models and dummies. And, and of course, Berrima's also got the lolly swag man where you can pick up lollies from all over the world and olden day styles. I love that place, yeah. Whether or not you're even cricket fanatics or not, you know about the Bradman Museum's interactive, it's got an interactive cricket show and so forth like that. So this, it's quite interesting. Yeah, that's... And you know we have an independent cinema here, which is obviously adapted very well to COVID rules. Okay, and that's in Mossvale? That's in uh, Barrel. Barrel. Barrel, yeah. I think yeah. They, just, they must be over 100 years old now, Empire, wow. Empire Cinema, yes. Oh, thank you so much, Linda, for Being your time. Pleasure. Yeah, no, that's excellent. So thank much. you. I really appreciate it. So where to stay when you're in the Southern Highlands? You're spoilt for choice around here. There are so many beautiful accommodations. There's a lot of heritage buildings. There's lots of great cottages and apartments. There's also lots of beautiful houses to stay in. We once stayed with a dozen friends in Bundanoon at a beautiful property there. If you check the regular sites for house accommodation, I'm sure you'll come across some great ones in the region. If you're looking for something on a budget, I have stayed at the Surveyor General Pub in Berrima. Perfectly adequate accommodation to stay at. So I'll finish up with some quick stats on the Southern Highlands. It's a combination of a bunch of little towns, including Barrel, Berrima, Mossvale. There's Kangaroo Valley in there, Sutton Forest, and a few others. They're about halfway between Canberra and Sydney, so about an hour, an hour and a half from each place. There's loads of accommodation options. You can get everything from beautiful heritage bed and breakfasts, motels and motor inns around the place as well. I do think this wine district in general is on the higher end of the price range. However, there's always deals to be found. When you're there, check out the Chardonnay and the Pinot Noir, but there is a huge range of other wines available too. A lot of the cellar doors aren't really set up for kids, so ring ahead and double check that if you are taking the kids along. For the kids, I do recommend checking out Wendy at the Platypus Dreaming for a bushwalk, but there's tons of different bushwalks around and lots of heritage things. Berrima is a great historical town for the kids. And if you do visit any of the businesses we've spoken about, let them know that you heard it through the Wine Delust podcast. Happy travelling. Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe now to get the next series and any bonus episodes as they drop. Go to winedelust.com.au for everything discussed today. You can also access wine selectors for more travel information and wine deals. And Booktopia, where I get all my travel and wine books from. Till next time, happy wine travels.